0: Hi team, welcome back for another episode of the Coach Pete podcast. Uh, the topic today is going to be protein. Uh, and I realize I've done an earlier podcast where I spoke about protein powders, and that was more about how to use that as a from a supplement perspective. Today I'm speaking more about protein in general terms as a as a nutrient, as one of your big macronutrients. So I'm just going to run through some sciencey stuff at the start here and then I'm going to run through some, some good benefits of why you should be getting more protein in your diet, how much you should be eating and, uh, and how you can actually add it in, give you some ideas of sources, how you can actually add that into your diet. So the science a bit, so proteins are naturally occurring substances. Uh, they're constructed of amino acids and amino acids which are joined by peptide bonds. Uh, so that's what a protein is, it's amino acids joined by peptide bonds. Uh, the way I like to think of it is that they're just little building blocks uh, joined together and your body can then take them apart and put them together in different order to create different cells or structures apart part of your body. But the science bit would be that uh, proteins are made from combinations of amino acids. Uh, proteins are used uh, extensively through your body, they're essential uh, for life they do a whole heap of functions from uh, producing enzymes, antibodies, acting as, as messengers, as neurotransmitters sending signals through the body. Uh, it's important for your immune system, right down to uh, this being the, the physical building blocks of a lot of your, your body's structure. Uh, so I mentioned amino acids there, so it's important to, to realise that proteins uh, are constructed from these smaller components called amino acids. Now there's 20 different types of them uh, and they can be put together in lots of different combinations which can be used to make a specific type of protein to do a specific type of task in the body. So it's important to realise that there's 20 of these amino acids. Uh, your body can produce a lot of them but there are nine essential amino acids which can't be uh, formed by your body so you need to get them in your nutrition somehow. So keep that in mind, that's that's quite an important thing uh, to take on board is that there is lots of amino acids that your body needs, but there's a certain amount, nine, which it can't actually produce and you need to get it in your diet. Uh, so a lack of that, if you don't get these essential amino acids, that could impact in some various functions uh, that those amino acids would be used for. So another thing to kind of touch on here uh, before I get into the more interesting stuff is uh, how protein is digested. So much like uh, carbs and fats, the initial uh, digestive stage will take place in your mouth when you start chewing uh, by saliva. And you've got a couple of enzymes in there, uh, amylase and lipase, which if you've done biology at school might sound familiar. Uh, they're, they're mainly for breaking down carbs and fats, but they've also started the digestive process of, uh, of proteins. Now what really does happen is the proteins essentially get into your, your stomach, and there's, your stomach contains a lot of hydrochloric acid, And the combination of that and again different enzymes will then break those amino acid chains down into smaller chains it starts to break the peptide bonds uh, between it there and eventually that will be then transferred into your your, your intestine uh, where the the, kind of rest of the uh, digestive process will take place and again as ultimately those uh, amino acids uh, will get broken down uh, sent to where they're needed in the body and maybe reconstructed into longer chains of proteins again. So that's a wee bit about digesting there and it's important to to realise that and the, the reason I mentioned that is that the digestive process of protein versus say carbs uh, the protein's a little bit more complicated and it takes a longer time and so straight away that could be a, a potential benefit in terms of uh, it will help reduce your appetite. So one of the reasons that does help reduce your appetite and your hunger levels is that uh, it has a slightly longer uh, time to break down in the body. Uh, so it'll give uh, more of like a, a sustained feel as well. You'll be more satiated from eating protein. Uh, another reason that will happen though is that uh, when you've got a lot of protein or some protein uh, in your body, and you're digesting it your body will then produce uh, different kind of combination of hormones, peptides, which will make you feel full. Uh, and that's something that you don't get as much of if you're eating carbs or sugars. So, uh, they've done a lot of studies. Uh, Again, I'm not getting any any specific ones, but there's plenty of information out there where there has been studies which uh, have proven that just by switching your protein uh, content of your diet, maybe increasing your protein intake uh, and eating it more frequently through the day will actually cause you to consume less calories, and a lot of that's probably getting attributed to that uh, effect where... It essentially makes you feel fuller for longer and you'll be less hungry so take away from that straight away is that a high protein diet will reduce hunger uh, and it will actually help you to eat fewer calories so that again is caused by a lot of these uh, improved function of your weight regulating hormones so if you're looking to lose weight get a wee bit leaner definitely start up in your protein intake and the frequency and I will mention just the, the frequency what I forgot to say when I was talking about digestion, there, is that your body doesn't really store uh, proteins or amino acids. So it's important that you've got a a reasonably regular uh, intake of and through the day, Uh, just with your regular meals. So you've got a nice trickle, I guess, of the proteins being added into your body to be then broken down into amino acids, so this regular protein intake. Okay, so another uh, huge benefit here is that it will help increase Muscle mass help increase strength, or help maintain muscle mass. And that's, if in layman's terms, uh, protein is building blocks of muscles. So without having protein in your diet, your body is really going to struggle to have anything to actually st- to create the physical structure of muscle. So if you're looking to change your diet, if you're at the gym, and one of your goals is to gain muscle, it's important that you've got an adequate amount of protein in your diet. Uh, so I probably should mention how much is recommended. So uh, the recommended is around about eight, uh, sorry, 0.8 of a gram of protein per kilogram of body weight. Uh, and that, that was fine for most people, I would imagine. To be fair, what I think is for me, I, I would, if you're at the gym and you're exercising and your aim is to gain muscle, I would probably up that. Personally, I'd get up to maybe 1.2 to 1.5 grams uh, of protein per kilogram of body weight. And just see how you go. Uh, Maybe just monitor your weight, monitor something like your waist measurement, make sure you're not uh, starting to store it as fat. I've even seen people take as much as two grams. Personally, that's maybe just a wee bit too much. But uh, yeah, takeaway is if you're looking to gain muscle, you're going to probably need to eat a gram or more of uh, protein per kilogram of body weight. So, as I said, it's important that you get that. So, if you are weight training, you're going to need that. So, you've got the physical components to make. Muscle and it will also help you uh, sustain muscle as well. So, if you're somebody who does exercise hard and you, you want to maintain uh, the muscle that you've got, then you are going to need to eat uh, X protein or just a regular amount through the day. Uh, another big reason to be consuming extra protein, another benefit, is it's good for your bones. So, and again, it's some, I used to hear that a lot of protein in your diet was actually bad for your bones, uh, something about leaching some of the minerals. Or changing the pH level, but uh, it seems to be the case that a lot of more recent studies are suggesting that a, a adequate protein intake is actually good for your bones. So a lot of the long-term studies they've done have uh, actually suggested that protein, including animal protein, has a lot of benefits for bone health. So if you are somebody uh, who may be susceptible uh, of osteoporosis or something like that, then or somebody who suffers from that, and again, that is particularly going to affect uh, women uh, post-menopausal. So, did maybe I'd shout out to those people if you're listening. Get your protein intake up and get some weight-bearing exercise. But yeah, if there's been evidence to suggest that it's actually really good for your bone health in the long term. So, another great reason to increase your protein intake. Uh, another benefit here, and I kind of touched on this earlier with uh, the fact that protein is a slightly longer time to digest and it'll give you a feeling of feeling full, but I guess another benefit of that is it will actually reduce cravings and uh, maybe reduce your diet for getting uh, the late night munchies and stop you snacking. So again, uh, a lot of this could be influenced by your normal behaviour or maybe that uh, your previous eating habits affecting your blood sugar and your hormones and you might just have a tendency to get munchies late in the day, but Again, one of the reasons you can uh, one of the ways you can break that is to consume some extra protein uh, through the day, and maybe snack on protein later on in the day as well. Uh, and that's been shown to actually just, as I mentioned previously, to reduce people's overall calorie uh, intake down as much as twenty five percent, and it's been shown to reduce people's cravings by as much as sixty percent. So again, if you're looking to uh, lose a bit of weight maybe just uh, swap your late night cravings for something maybe a bit more protein based and you're probably less likely to have the munchies in the first instance. So our next benefit here, and again, these are all really great benefits. Uh, Again, particularly good, this one, if you're looking to stay lean or drop a bit of body fat, is that protein will actually boost your metabolism, which will increase your fat burning potential. So eating protein will boost your metabolism for a short while and that's because it has, there's this effect where your body breaks down protein, which is called thermogenic, uh, which is that if your body has to produce energy, create heat, you'll get a thermogenic, you'll get warmer, and it's what you call the thermogenic effect of food, T-E-F for short. But the takeaway is that you get a thermogenic effect from eating protein, uh, and it could be the case far as the thermogenic effect you'll get from that, your body having to work a little bit harder to break it down, uh, could be as much as 20 to 35% uh, of the energy consumed will be have you've that's how much your body will need to use to break it down in the first instance, so again, that is quite a profound number. Uh, so a high protein intake has been shown to significantly boost metabolism and increase the number of calories that you will burn through the day, and that could actually be as much as uh, 80 to 100 or even more calories, depending on your body weight and how much you're eating as well. So there's a lot of suggestions there to show that a high protein diet will actually just really help your body uh, get leaner and a lot of that is uh, just it will require your body to burn extra energy just to burn to consume the same amount of calories versus maybe fats or uh, carbs. So the takeaway is eat more protein if you want to get leaner. Uh, some other benefits here uh, which maybe aren't as popularised as much, it can help to reduce your blood pressure. Now as you probably know blood pressure is a major cause of heart attacks, strokes, uh, kidney issues, kidney disease, but uh, it has been shown that a high protein diet has been shown to reduce blood pressure. Uh, and it also has an effect, well there's been studies to suggest that it has an effect on the uh, the ratio of cholesterol where it may actually help reduce the ratio of LDL to HDL cholesterol, which is a good thing. Uh, so again, if you're looking to just improve your underlying health, extra protein will probably be good for you. Uh, it's also great, well uh, it's also necessary if you want to recover from injury or an illness. Uh, and it's as simple as, as the, uh, your body it will probably need to repair a lot of damaged tissue, a lot of structures have and create proteins, enzymes, and all sorts of different uh, proteins. And it can only do that if, you're eating a a healthy amount of protein to give your body the amino acids to construct all those various things. So if you're looking to get over an injury quicker or even an illness, or even just to maintain your immune system, it's important that you've got a regular intake of protein. Uh, And the last thing I'll mention here, and it kind of ties into some of the stuff I've spoken about earlier, where protein helps you maintain your muscle mass, is that uh, it will help you stay fit and strong as you age. So one of the consequences of aging is that your muscles will gradually weaken. You'll start to uh, atrophy, you will start to lose muscle a couple of percent each decade at your age. But as I've mentioned before in previous podcasts, that can be offset hugely by maintaining a physical lifestyle, particularly maintaining some sort of weight-bearing exercise. But that's no good by itself. You also need to supply your body with an adequate amount of protein so that it's got enough amino acids just to maintain or even build uh, extra muscle as you do age. So uh, I don't, again, age shouldn't be a a barrier. It shouldn't be an obstacle to staying uh, active and it certainly shouldn't be something that stops you from starting exercise in the first instance. So regardless of your age or your starting point, if you do start to get a little bit more activity, particularly weight-bearing exercise and perhaps increase your protein intake, it's, chances are that you'll get some uh, good progress and get stronger and gain more muscle. Uh, so that's something I would encourage everybody to seriously consider. Build more muscle, it is good for you. So guys, the bottom line is that uh, protein is necessary. It's a, it's a really, really vital nutrient. Uh, but chances are that most people eat probably enough protein. Uh, certainly enough to main, to not be in a deficit in terms of just maintaining basic health but if you're an active person or you're looking to maybe change your habits I would certainly suggest or recommend that you eat more protein and it could be that you maybe eat not necessarily more but eat it more frequently through the day uh, so you'll get those benefits that will sustain you, it will prevent feelings of hunger it will give you a thermogenic effect and it gives your body that. A, gradual kind of drip feed of uh, a good source of uh, amino acids so that's what I would suggest you do uh, get eating a bit more protein. It uh, tens of how much again maybe roughly a gram per uh, kilogram of body weight so if you did that that maybe be about 25-30% of your uh, overall calories but uh, yeah I mean for most people I, I hate giving people things to do where they're having to count calories I don't think it's good in the long term mentally, can create bad habits. But take away, just add it in regular, get it in regular through your day. So the next thing I'm gonna just uh, talk about here is uh, my top tips to increase your protein intake, the things which you can do to get it in more regular uh, and just make that protein work in your favor. So uh, here's something you can do really easy, eat protein first, so when you're eating a meal, uh, whatever it is, go for the protein, first start eating that first and that will then get your body to increase the production of those peptides and hormones that make you feel full and satisfied so your chances are you'll probably feel fuller a little bit quicker you're not going to overeat uh, and it'll probably have, it will have a positive effect on your blood sugar which then has a positive effect on your insulin levels which again reduces chance of that type 2 diabetes or body storing sugar as fat. So there's all sorts of benefits to that. And it's a real simple thing to do. Eat your protein first. I guess that's like the old kind of wife's tale where you eat your meat before your, your vegetables or whatever. So there's some truth to that. So yeah, eat your protein first. Uh, if you're looking for a snack, and again, talking to people at the gym as I do, that tends to be a bit of an issue where people are on the go. Why don't you have some cheese as a snack? I realise cheese has got a certain amount of saturated fats in it but uh, it's also got protein in it, protein, calcium and the combination of fats and protein will give you a really good uh, effect again on your hormones and your uh, enzymes, peptides where it will make you feel full for longer. So you'll get that benefit, there's no, there won't be any upset to your blood sugar if there's no sugar in it, no carbs in it. Uh, So chances are it'll make you feel full. you get a good couple of grams of protein. You'll get a bit of calcium, which is good for your bone health. Uh, And you'll get a slight thermogenic effect. And the amount of cheese you would need to eat to make you feel full, calorie-wise, would probably be less than what you'd potentially eat if you had to eat something carb-based as well. Plus, you don't get all the nasty kind of high sugar, high insulin effect in your bloodstream either. Another easy thing you can do here is to... Perhaps if you have time in the morning to replace your cereal with eggs. Uh, So again, it's common, and it's been common for a long time, that you've been led to believe that cereal is good for you. And I'm not saying it's bad for you, but if you look at what it's made up of, it's predominantly carbs. Although, recently, there's been certainly a push to uh, supplement that, and there's a lot of these products that have got more added protein, so it's good to see that the mainstream is cutting on to to where I'm going about here but an easy effect would be to swap your cereal together. and maybe of eggs. It could be something as simple as eggs on toast. And again, just the benefits of having a protein, uh, it will keep you full for long, it won't mock up your blood sugar first thing in the morning. Uh, there's, there's, again, lots of benefits to eggs here. Benefits yeah. are, if you think about the amino acids, so there's nine of those which are essential. Eggs have got all of them, so it's a good source of the kind of really good quality amino acids. And yeah, it's just to uh, give you other good benefits of protein, and it's an easy way to get it in first thing in the day. And it will keep you feeling full for longer, which ultimately could lead to you eating less as you go through the rest of your day. Right, here's another great one here something I do is a uh, snack and Greek yogurt. Uh, so, Greek yogurt, and I'm talking like the real deal stuff, not kind of uh, the bullshit stuff you might get at the supermarket. So, check your back, get the thing which is got probably the highest amount of protein and fat, but that, that combination I, I've spoken about is gonna keep you full for long. Uh, just from the hormonal effect, digestive effect, how your body handles that, you'll be fuller for longer. Uh, Greek yogurt's high in protein, so again, you'll get the extra protein. And if you get a good one, you could be looking at maybe as many as 15 to 20 grams of protein in a serve. Uh, you'll also get that effect on your, your hormones, the release of the uh, gut hormones like glucagon, so that's the hormone which makes you feel full. You'll get a good hit of that, uh, and it's it's real versatile. What I do is uh, occasionally chuck some protein powder in, whisk it up, so I've got something real kind of real, n- real good mouth sensation. So you get you feel like you're having a bit of a treat. Uh, I quite often have that for breakfast, or so sprinkling some almonds, uh, maybe some blueberries again, I'm just getting extra healthy fats in there, and it's all uh, low sugar. Uh, Another thing I do a lot of is uh, I'll use protein shakes. So again, another way to get more protein in, uh, and it's real simple and it's super convenient, is just use a protein shake. And it could be something as basic as get a basic shaker, chuck a scoop of protein in it and many times, right, add some water, slug it. And again, that could be a snack with maybe something like a piece of fruit. Uh, Depending on the protein you're using, you you could get anything up to maybe 20 to 30 grams of protein in there. If you want to be a bit more fancy with it, you can do what I did, uh, mix it with yogurt. You could shake it up, you could blend it up with things as well. Uh, but it's just a real easy, convenient way to get protein uh, into your diet. Uh, and how to do that, I've mentioned there, is you want to get in uh, regular through the day. So with all those different ideas I've given you there, what I would suggest is that you just try and get a little bit of protein uh, with each meal, whether that's 20 to 30 grams of protein each meal would, would probably be a good number. Uh, so again, so you might be looking to increase your, your use of things like meat, fish, poultry, eggs, uh, soy, maybe things like tofu, protein shakes uh, through the day there, but the trade-off is that you probably get leaner, you won't be as hungry as often, your blood sugar will be better, you'll probably be clearer focused, as well as all those other benefits I mentioned at the, the beginning of this uh, chat. Now if you are going to eat meat, uh, I, again I would suggest you go for the leaner cuts, maybe slightly larger leaner cuts so that you're getting a good 20-30 to 30 grams of uh, protein in there and that's going to be really good at keeping you feeling full. And remember if you're having your your steak or your chicken or whatever it is, start eating that first before whatever else it is you're, you're having with it, you'll get those uh, benefits of uh, the hormones and stuff you get from eating proteins which will keep you feeling fuller. So... Uh, another way to get it in, and this is a great one if you've got a bit of a sweet tooth like me, is eat more p- uh, peanut butter. Use peanut butter as a bit of a snack. Uh, again, I well, I've, sometimes if I get the munchies at night, I'll just have a, a spoonful or two of peanut butter. So uh, peanut butter is awesome. It's got a good mix of fats and proteins, so it keeps you sustained. It gives you that kind of cheeky, if it's something sweet, but it doesn't screw up your blood sugar levels there and it's gonna be definitely be better for you than having something which is carb-based. Yeah, another good snack is Corrie's cheese. Again, uh, an acquired taste. I've had gone through phases, I've been sick of it, and then getting back into it. What well, I've been doing recently is mixing it with chunks of pineapple. Works for me, I seem to quite enjoy it, but uh, I've seen people mix it with blueberries or something savory like chives and stuff as well. But. Uh, yeah, protein from uh, the cheese is great. And a particular type of protein that it is, it's, uh, it's not whey, it's a uh, casein protein. So it's a particular type of protein which takes a wee bit longer to digest. So you get a really good uh, satisfying feeling. It's probably on par with eggs. Uh, so again, that is a great option. Uh, another uh, good snacking uh, protein option here is canned fish. Uh, so that doesn't just need to be tuna, that could be mackerel, could be herring, sardine, salmon, uh, there's a whole, whole, whole host of things you can grab there. So not only will you get a good dose of protein, but you'll also get a good dose of those uh, omega fats as well, which are just great for things like inflammation and good for your heart health uh, as well. And again, you might have that with uh, something as simple as a cracker, or you can be as minging as me and eat it straight from the can. Uh, but again, it's a great takeaway. And I, I think that that's super convenient. Just my experience, you can chuck a food in your bag. They can basically live there for months. And when the time comes that you need it, it's there. You the ring, pull it, grab a fork and get into it. So there you go, guys. That I hope has been useful. So that was more aimed at a protein as a general use in your diet. Now if you've got some really specific goal, like if you want to get into bodybuilding or some really kind of intense strength training or any intense sport, then you might get a little bit more into the weeds with this. But bottom line here is that get protein in your diet. It's very important. It's got heaps and heaps of benefits. It's gonna help people lose weight. It's gonna maintain your muscle, which is great for your body composition and for your metabolic health, and it's not that hard to do. So there you go guys, protein, get it in you. Uh, next time we will be back, I'm gonna talk uh, similar level uh, about fats. So till next time, peer out, cheerio, bye.